this travesty on a weekend. Travesty indeed. Hello and welcome everybody. It is the 27th of December. Merry Christmas to all. Hope it was a good one. It wasn't for us this weekend in the fantasy football season for 2023. My God. Uh, it was brutal. It was, although it was I... Brutal. By us, of course, I mean I mean Oz and I mean Jube. RC is here with us. Hi, RC. Hello, Cotton. Yes, indeed. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Uh, uh, you know, I seem to wanted somebody, you know, who knew what winning was like to be on the uh, on the show tonight. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's not going to get more fair than that. It, it, yeah. Just so you know, that was the upper limit. <laughs> yeah, that's, remember, that's what I figured. Karma. Cotton karma. I, I <laughs> It'll all come back on you. <laughs> Just like it did Stalin, who died peacefully <laughs> in his bed. I was... am coming to visit. I can wreak havoc. <laughs> I watched the death of Stalin. There was nothing peaceful about that. It was a great... Oh, go see that movie. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, God. We Consider... digress. We do. Already. We're, uh, <laughs> we're less than a minute in. Yep. Cotton. <laughs> Jupiter. I blame Cotton. Cotton's always <laughs> taking us off track. Yeah, yep. that's me. All right, let's talk about let's call let's talk about the consolation bracket first. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we did have four teams in the consolation semifinals. That was Briscoe versus Wanson and Leal's Redshirt Stormtroopers versus Joe's Scrappers Scrappers. And um this was none of this was much of a surprise. I think uh, the the Watchford for most of these games is you know what the hell happened to my team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's dive into Leal and Joe's game first. Make Cotton go last. We have to sit here the whole time. That's right. <laughs> Looking at that uh, at that EK Whopper sitting on his plate. That's right. That was it. Was the old school chicken? That's the old school chicken. All right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Leal. Leal is uh, ranked seventh, and Scrappers was ranked six. Uh. Leal was projected to win one seventeen to ninety nine, and he did win one twenty eight to eighty three. I mean, for Scrappers to not even be projected to break a hundred was bad enough, but then to have his team underperform was worse. I mean, it was was just out to watch. He made a mistake. He didn't uh, have Geno Smith in. Or uh, he he also didn't have Gabe Davis in. Yes, yes. The wide receiver with Buffalo put up 23 points sitting on his bench. Quarterback Geno Smith sitting on his bench with 21 points. And his uh, starting QB put up nine. And he had a... Does it help him though? No, it didn't help him. Or would, would it have would it have got in there? Like I don't think the math is there. The math isn't, but we always like to see, you know, how close things would have gotten. I think because um, we'd be plus twelve and plus twenty two. Yeah. Um. Plus. So another, you know, thirty four points puts you at. Uh, 117 it would have been a lot closer which would have been nice to see well i mean and he's got some other people that maybe uh he's got another wide receiver that 
did nothing, just nothing. But he didn't have anybody on the bench that could have helped him. His running backs did good. Um, the flex position, he could have put in Hubbard, who gave him 12. Yeah. And it would have it would have brought him up to. It might have got he might have eked out the win. It would have been close. It's um, it's incredible. Uh, Devontae Adams is one of the, the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. He's rated uh, WR1 in, in every game. And he just got absolutely shut down. He had one guy picketing him the entire game. And as a result, he got four yards. Mm-hmm. One reception for you. Gosh. Ugh. It's brutal. And uh, Curtis Samuel with Washington football team, uh, the same one catch, 16 yards, just, yeah, just nothing there. And um, a rush yard. Nothing. He got a rush yard. How yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> good job, buddy. <laughs> I guess when you're, in, when, when you're inside a certain range, any type of pass is just counted as a handoff, I guess. <laughs> so Minshew, he is kind of known as uncle Rico. Do you remember in Napoleon Dynamite, the uncle that kept saying if he'd just been in state, if the coach had just put him in, he'd date a one state. That he could throw a football over them mountains. Over them mountains, yeah. He he is called Uncle Rico because he kind of looks like him. Mm-hmm. And and to me, he plays just as poorly. Um, <laughs> nine points. It's just the worst. I don't know. I don't It's it, it, Joe's team just imploded. Yes. Yeah. And it's not like Leal had a bunch happening. Uh, Mahomes didn't perform to projection. No. Uh, Ridley did with Jacksonville, thank goodness. And so uh, did Connor with Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> David and Joku also performed well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cortland Sutton did not. Oh, he's got a concussion. That's why. That's why. Uh, so, yeah, he got doinked. Um, Casey was not having a good time. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Casey. They're they're doing new things with uh, Reed doing the by committee, which you always mentioned. But it just, I don't know. There's just something off this year with Mahomes. I don't know what's going on with him. But there's something happening within that. There's a transition going on in there. Um, just kind of messing things up a little bit. So I, I wasn't in the fantasy football subreddit. I was in the NFL Circle Jerk subreddit because, <laughs> you know, and they actually they they had uh, a cut of a video from that game where Kelsey's coming off the field and he just like tries to break his helmet against the turf. This dude's so pissed off, mm-hmm. like full on going to get, going to get the red card type of type of performance. And that was echoing across the team. And one thing that somebody mentioned is that Mahomes has, is getting like over, over the lifetime of his contract, something like a half billion dollars. Mm. 
And it reminds me of what you said about how the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, whoever takes that top spot, ends up falling on their ass for that year. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if he's got that curse. Maybe. Yeah, he got, he got that. He got that money. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got the bag. He doesn't now that he's got the bag. He doesn't have to care about sponsorships or anything else. And I think that might be part of the reason why. Tyree Kill moved to Miami is because they might have hit salary cap, and so now they've yeah. got it. They have to do that that offense by committee. Mm. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like um, and it, it, I think like at Nvidia, the company they have made so much money, and that their senior devs who are all quite capable, they're having trouble convincing them to work or to work hard because they're all rich now. They have they have stock like they they are now millionaires. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, can you like, please, do, like, you can do the work. We know you're still capable. You haven't aged out. You're just like 42 and ungodly wealthy, and it's like hard to really make them kick that ass, you know? Right. <laughs> that, absolutely. It's like, oh, I don't think I want to kick all that ass. Well, I have money. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know? I think that Lil's team is actually a pretty scary team. Like that 128. That's that's a, that's a decent number. That's held back by a zero. If he puts like any one of a player in there it's you know what are you, what are you in the 40s one for that that's that's pretty yeah. good he's got <laughs> he's scary. got t, t higgins sitting on his bench uh wide receiver with cincinnati did 25 points and if he put higgins in instead of sutton I'm surprised he didn't mm-hmm. um that would have been yeah that would have put him into uh 153 yeah, and he should have. I mean, you know, even by just straight projections, right? If you just go right. by projections, that's fifteen point two nine was the projection. The projection for the guy who was in there, who was first of all questionable, was only twelve. So he must have really believed in Sutton. So you're talking about a team that's got like a buck fifty points this late in the season. That's like pretty good for a team that's seven and eight. Seven and eight does not tell that story. Something's, you know, and his team did overperform, but that that's a pretty scary team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, this does put uh, Leo into the Constellation Finals versus uh, Briscoe. And I guess we'll move into that uh, since Briscoe's uh, ranked fifth and uh, was up against Wanson ranked eighth. This was projected to be a close game, 111 to 110. It was not. And this was another case of uh, what team doing. Uh, Briscoe won this 116 to 82. Briscoe left a ton of points on the bench. It could have been way worse than what it was. Yes. <laughs> very much. <laughs> it could have gone a lot worse. But, I mean, Briscoe, excellent choices, won the game. I think Briscoe has a solid team. It's a little Buffalo heavy. But it's it's a solid team, right? Yeah, um, and this this bites Briscoe in the ass occasionally every season. But going, and it's not even that heavy on Buffalo. Like if I'm I'm looking at this, uh, it's two, yeah, yeah. She's got she's got Allen and Bass, and looking at the rest, like those are the. Only two on the team, period. There's no more Buffalo players on the bench. Yeah. So maybe she's kind of trimmed back on Buffalo throughout the season. I don't know. Diversification. Yeah. She learned. There we go. Right. 
<laughs> and, you know, Watson's still got some strong players. You know, he's got Dak Prescott, who's finally shaking the rust off uh, with the Cowboys and is starting to, to make some plays. Uh, Gibbs with Detroit did uh, 24 points, supposed to do 14. Detroit, division champs. First time in 30 years. I know. I was so happy that they, they pulled out that win. I was rooting for him. I wasn't rooting for this Gibbs. He was taking all the points from the sun god. So I was like, oh, if this stupid Gibbs guy catches one more ball. Yeah. So annoyed. But I'm happy that Detroit won. So. Yeah. And there's there's a couple of points left on the table. Uh, Jones with Green Bay running back did 14, supposed to do 13, could have switched it out. It was, you know, not not going to be. There's no way to pick up after that. Mm. But you know, it would have been it was it was would have been a nice to have. Yeah. 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 So now, um, the, this coming week, it's going to be Briscoe against Leal, or it should be, and it should be mm. Watson against Scrappers. Right. So, um, which one you want to talk about next? Do you really want to make Cotton go last? Um, no, let's talk about blowout of the week. So you do want Cotton to be last? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm well, feeling patient this week. Uh, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> So on this one, uh, you were projected to get 121, and Goldfish, who was first, uh, was projected to get 133. Here's the good news. Goldfish <laughs> did not get 133. He only got 120. Yeah. The bad news is that I didn't get 121. I got half that. Ouch. Yeah. That is painful. What happened? My entire team fell apart. I have not one single player who played projection and active, and I had two. Yeah, I had two players on my bench who did play over projections and one who played to projection. I could take my entire team, and I still would not meet 120 points. But just it, it was just that's that's how the game went. Um, I don't know what Miami did, but Raheem Mostert only did twelve points. Usually supposed to do thirteen, so they kind of ran the ball. Mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle with Miami wide receiver two did six, supposed to do thirteen, so obviously he wasn't getting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Two a play to projection. He did 17, supposed to do 18, and they did win, but it wasn't a heavy scoring game. Mm-hmm. But you didn't even have Tua in. No, I didn't. I had Goff in, and you know, Goff won handily against mm-hmm. uh, Minnesota, but he ran the ball, or you know, he he wasn't he wasn't passing it to the people he needed he needed to. So. You know, good for him, bad mm-hmm. for fantasy. Um, but yeah, it's my team needs to score points for me to be able to win, and they just fucking didn't. Yeah, man, I feel like your entire every every team that was represented on your fantasy list was like, let's play three yards in a cloud of dust football. Mm. Just <laughs> get it across the line, you know? Uh huh. 
I mean, you only have one player in double digits. Yeah. Two. No, I have two. Yeah. I Did have Ma- Mostert and Goff. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't scroll all the way up. My bad. Yeah. You know, it. When I when I saw that Las Vegas had played on Thursday mm. and did 21 points for the defense, I'm like, this this is not going to be good, and it it wasn't. No. You know, I I left I I left some points on the bench, but there was there's nothing that could be done. It's um. You know, Goldfish still didn't play to projection, but he had enough players who who did. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at his, he's got. Two players who played above projection. One who played at projection, Jalen Hurts, QB for Philly. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else was under. Mm-hmm. But, you know, his under is only like two or three points instead of like 10. Yeah. Instead of 15. Yeah. And if you look at the win losses, when I just at a glance, I looked at all of the teams and like his teams went five and four. Yours went four and five. They just didn't do shit. Like, yeah. like there's there's victories on your side. It's just mm-hmm. they weren't great. They didn't or they didn't utilize us players very damn much. They, yeah. But you did retain your streak. Yes. Yeah. My streak of blowout of the week. I have been on one end or the other. Um fully a third of the games, possibly close to half of the games this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think you dominated blowout of the week depending that you know which you were always involved in a blowout of the week and i feel like i think we're up to six times seven times seven i think seven times now so uh, yeah seven out of 15 yeah i'm Mm -hmm. i'm running about half of the games i've been involved in a blowout of the week (laughs) and that will come up in the stats category which is (laughs) to, to be to be uh discussed oh Okay. Um, and then we have our final game. Yes. Talk to talk to the man. That's why he's here. Second place Cotton's Fighting Bowls versus third place Mary Sue Snowflakes. This was projected to be close with Snowflakes projected to win 125 to 123. So what happened? So yeah, this is this was the Goku versus Superman award and uh, <laughs> we we had it out. So I I, I did make one actual decision. Normally, I just play whatever's the, the most number, right? Because that's what you want. And I, and I did some research on defenses, and it was like, hey, man, the Chicago defense is going to be playing against Arizona. It's going to be cold. So start Chicago. Yeah, they didn't do shit. They did three points. They was It was the worst decision. Um, it actually cost me four points over the Houston defense, and I was sweating those four points, Oz. <laughs> I believe it. I was sweating. So if anyone didn't watch this live like I did, geez, uh, both of us have star running backs who played Monday. Out the gate, but that was the last bit. So out the gate, I had like my questionable wide receiver to 23, projected to get 14. That was Olave. Olave, however his name. Olave. Nakua, supposed to get 14, did 33, and my kicker got 21. I'm like, <laughs> get wrecked, Jupiter. It's time to just... uh. Put you in the old rear view mirror. And then, like, shit went crazy. Every time I looked over, you were just getting bombs. It was bomb after bomb on both sides, back and forth, neck and neck, until the end result is 
I had Christian McCaffrey and you had uh, this guy Swift and but you had like a f- seven or eight point lead on me mm-hmm. into Monday. Yeah. And um, yeah, both of our teams overperformed to ridiculous levels. The, the, sh- the big one was your running back, Mr. Hall from the New York, New York Jets, who had 12 receptions, two rush touchdowns and 96 receiving yards. He got 43 points. That was that was a big old help <laughs> for you there. Just oh, yeah. So everybody's aware. I had a player get 43 points, and I still lost. I had a kicker get 21, and I was sweating bullets. <laughs> so, yeah. so Yahoo does the live projections. It's constantly fluctuating based on the performance of the players as the games end. And at one point, my projections dropped down to 111. They were like, you're not going to win this game. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then all of a sudden it shot up to, you might win this game. You got a good shot. And it was really, I just needed McCaffrey to not do as well. That's all I needed was McCaffrey to just take a night off. And he he got there by about two. He had his last three runs. Mm-hmm. Did it, and the last run was like one yard. Didn't really matter, but he the, the two before that he needed them both, mm-hmm. or like at least one of them. It, it was that close. It was he had had one or two good runs in there. He had had some points, but it just wasn't happening. Like they were marching down the field too fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you go to like the matchup timeline, you see out the gate, I'm scoring a bajillion points, and immediately on Sunday, your team is right under me. And they surpassed me on late Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, you're up 134 to my 129. Mm-hmm. And it was the way four it ended points. up on Monday. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> tight. I was sweating those four points on that defense change. Um, and that was a crazy game. Everyone did insane. I, there was a few things that weren't great. I had like a wide receiver, uh, London for Atlanta. He did 6.9, not 13. Other than that, everybody I had overperformed, and not yeah. by a tiny amount. I don't think you had anybody underperform. We had one guy who got, uh, he had a little bit, he had a little bit. Cup got ten point nine, not seventeen, and you know, Kraft was yeah. half a point, but that's not, yeah, you know, interesting. Woof, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that was that was a crazy ass game. And I mean, the final score was you at one seventy seven, me at one seventy two. Yeah, yep. I would have beaten. Any, I would have beaten Goldfish. You would have beaten anybody the entire anybody. year except one game where I think, yeah. um, I think Goldfish had 180 Bams. or Bam. Bams had Bams 180. Bams got a 180, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that, yeah. yeah. I remember that blow it up the week. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I remember that one. So yeah, that's 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 that is our that's gonna be our uh, Goku versus Superman award, the the two highest totals. And I, I didn't have the heart because here's the thing: the whole time this was going, I was like trying not to be a gigantic dick in in our chat. Jupiter didn't say a fucking word <laughs> after like Sunday or something. Like I was like, please stop catching up to me. She was like, no, no, nope, yep. or some shit. Yeah, and then. You, you. And then as it continued, man, like, you didn't say shit. I'm like, shit, I feel like she's over just being salty. Were you over there being no. salty? Were you no. living life? <laughs> I was I was at my mother's for Christmas Eve. And then I was at my mother's Monday for Christmas Day. And then I was back at my place around 8 
and then I was high and asleep. Ah, damn. Oh. <laughs> There you go. I'm glad. I didn't it was... have my phone. I mean, my phone was with me, but I wasn't checking it because I was interacting with family for the holiday. Yeah, fuck that. Football. We're going to win. And, that, that, I, I, and you guys can tell. I mean, like, I don't give a shit about fantasy football when I'm losing. When I start winning, man, I've got charts and mm. <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah. Acting like I'm... This, this recap has had a level of analysis that it has never had before. <laughs> My my right. analysis comes from okay, what shit posts did I catch on R popular? <laughs> and what is what do, what do I assume is going on based off of Yahoo's shitty projections? Uh, well, I want to hear about your strategy now because you now are in the championship game this weekend. You are facing Goldfish, who is first place. Yeah. Uh, and you are projected uh, a little behind him. He's at 133. You're projected at 121. What are you going to do? Fucking win. Fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> Just rely on my team to do it's, what they've been I'm, doing this whole time. <laughs> to, go, to go back real quick, on, on our benches, and I, I don't know if there's anything we could have done to have changed it materially because we started our best people, but you had 81 on the bench. I had 55. Mm. My team is brittle. Like it's yeah. not, I, I have like, it gets really good and then it goes to shit. My, my other, like I had a running back with minus 0.2, you know, like not a lot. There's just not a lot there. And I have been trading furiously because Yahoo will not tell you how many projected points a player has until you sign them. So I've just been machine gunning through anywhere to find an advantage and I can't find anything. What do you mean they won't show you? They won't show you like the projected points. It'll tell you how many total points they have this year, what their rank is, percent roster. It won't tell you how many points are they projected to get in the next game. Yes, you have it to does. book the fucking player. It absolutely well, does. Cotton not know how to look at that number. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I'm just like booking players. I'm like, nope, you're out. You're in. You're out. You're out. I you're in. You're in. Pick a number from the right. From the left. Do what? The, the, the first number, because I'm looking at the players right now. The first, the first number is the projected rank for the week. The second is the projected points. I'm looking now. So I see projected is fan points 274. Like I just clicked add player, right? Add player, yeah. Hit and I see forecast, player. roster status. Uh-huh. I see GP. What's that? All right. So when you're looking at stats, scroll down. Uh, so when you have your players to add a player, right? The player list. Okay. Scroll down on that third drop down. So on the stats, scroll down all the way to the bottom. And go like weak. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Tell us what you see, Cotton. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. if it, you know what? You know what? It's hard being this good of a coach and not knowing how this fucking website works. Uh, I've had to do all this shit blind and inefficiently. What uh, do you mean blind? <laughs> all you have to do is ask. Hey, is there a way to? But you didn't ask, so what do you want me to do? Well, I don't know. Lose by, like, a shockingly narrow margin. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Such a jerk. Yeah. Have the old smug Such cloud start forming. The well, be as smug smuggy. as you want. Because this weekend, uh, Goldfish will not be here this weekend. 
I can't even relay your comments to him. He is out of state. Wow. For the new year. I hope he didn't check his shit. <laughs> oh, that would be it. that would be cool. He's going to be obsessively checking that shit. Now Sunday night, because this is this is how nerdy we are here, guys. Okay. His group of friends that go to Gen Con every year, every New Year's Eve, they have the nerd Olympics. <laughs> they have a series of events that you have to win. <laughs> and they are all like win a game of this. Uh, name, you know, like a trivia question or win a game of this or what. And it's just, it's like, you, you guys get together and do what? He goes, yeah, we do Nerd Olympics. I'm like, all right. So that's what he's going to be out uh, doing. So, so I won't be able to share the shit talk, but I, I will, I will enjoy it. So that's please, sweet. Cotton, do it. You want me to be, so who are you rooting for? Me or your brother? Is uh, it me? You will be insufferable. I know. But you live like close to him, so like I'm like a radius I I is further more. away. Yeah, right. I you can have to ignore multiply you. It. It's called block on Discord. Right. So it's kind of I mean, like I might be more annoying, but I'm further away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that, Matt? You have to do like you have to do like an inverse square law of how annoying people are. <laughs> Honestly, he's very annoying just because of his smug attitude this whole time that he's right. in the league with people who don't know what they're doing. So I want to see him be taken down a peg and lose. I I hope you all tie because that would just be hilarious. Awesome! I would love oh, that. He ah. would go apeshit if you tied. And I think there's a tiebreaker in the championship game. It goes to something. I just don't remember what. I hope it's height. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Oz, you and I will be battling it out for either third. Whoever gets third, the loser would get fourth. Yep. And we are projected very close. I'm at 117 and you're at 119. And you uh, had talk of a bet. Uh, I did. And this was, um, the, this talk, of course, was before, you know, an hour before this recording when I got four notifications from Yahoo saying that I had my entire Miami roster injured. You have five players uh, questionable. Yeah. But you're still you're still projected to win. I am. Um, so Very I had questionable. to questionable. <laughs> I I had to pull uh, Jordan Addison out mm-hmm. because like he he suffered a major ankle injury last week and he was out before the half, so he scored me nothing. But he's questionable now, so I'm considering putting him back in. Um, Raheem Mostert has been questionable every single week this season and he's played every single week this season so i'm not worried about mostert i'm worried about debo samuel tua and jalen waddle but i can also move goff back in because it's jared goff and he's been pretty fantastic although they're playing in dallas and he's an indoor cat and they're on an outdoor field mm-hmm so is it, do I play Miami versus Baltimore or do I play Detroit versus Dallas? I don't know. Uh, but yes, I'm dissembling again. The bet. So 
generally we we play for low stakes you know it's it it's cookies or uh or beer mm-hmm. and i i think this time because it is a championship um i'm going to go a little bit higher here oh cuz i also know that you have a uh talent and love for charcuterie mm-hmm. as well as octopuses octopi <laughs> so i have found a charcuterie board that has uh, a laser engraved octopus on it oh and so that is my bid for the bet i bring nothing to the table i don't know I don't know. What would I don't know. What would you want from me? Uh that's tough to say. Well, you're the one you know the value of the board. Mm-hmm. So what would be a value? Uh what do you get the man who has everything but can't win anything? Um, <laughs> um. It can be the next time you come visit, I have to treat you to a high-end drink and a high-end cigar. I'll take that. You'll take that? I'll take that. All right. You you sure? Con- considering where we go for that, yeah, that works. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. So you, you get a night out on the town. Yes. I get charcuterie board. Yes. Okay. Sounds like a good bet. Fantastic. Uh, we do still have two other games to talk about, though. We do. But I wanted to get our bet out of the way. Yep, and now wow. now it is. So I will... Deal what I just clicked on. Let's see. I'm going to put this in Fantasy Sports Ball so you are aware mm-hmm. of the stakes. Oh. Mm, steak. I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> Maybe the bet should be steak dinner. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. That's gorgeous. You know what's so cool about this too? Is that on, uh, like, of course, this is on Etsy. But all of the people who are doing laser engraved charcuterie boards that I've been looking at, mm-hmm. they're all based in Indiana. <laughs> we got the woodworkers. You do. Uh, no that looks great i'm excited for this bet um but as you stated we do have two games to talk about um let's go because for fifth and sixth place it's uh, briscoe and leal which they are almost dead even on projections there is approximately uh, seven hundredths of a point between the two. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would change on their team? Any decision that you're like, ooh, I don't know why you went with that? Um, looking and uh, this is going to sound weird. But I would consider 
putting in Jacoby Myers, wide receiver for Las Vegas, in for Cortland Sutton, who's the wide receiver for Denver Broncos. One, he's on concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Two, um, Myers, Las Vegas is playing Indianapolis on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Indy's so, in the dome, just like the Raiders are, and Indy sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> generally, like, I will bet against Indy every time. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feeling that's the way to go. Um, barring that, I would put Higgin, T. Higgins in with the Bengals. They're playing Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I really think Sutton's going to need to come out. He's he didn't practice today. He's on concussion protocol. Yeah, I mean he's. I don't think he's getting off of that. So yeah, uh, Myers might be less points, but if 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 Sutton doesn't come off concussion protocol, then yeah, he's not playing. Well, so you're gonna you're gonna have a zero then. Here's an additional problem: hmm. is that um, Isaiah Pacheco, who's running back for KC, is also on concussion protocol so he's going to have to make both of those moves um so pull sutton out of the flex spot put in higgins or myers i'm i'm leaning towards myers and then you're going to have to put in edwards over pacheco yeah he's gonna have to definitely keep watch and leal's not i don't think leal's kind of a i'm gonna watch every you know and check the the daily report I don't think he's that. I don't know if he's that kind of a manager. No, I think he's going to grab this tomorrow morning and start making those changes. And then, yeah. you know, on Briscoe's side, uh, Achane is mm-hmm. he missed practice today. He's got a toe injury. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in freaking Miami is injured right now. <laughs> they are. But um, she's got uh, she's got Chandler on the bench with uh, Minnesota that uh, she can pop in there it's right. not going to be too much but uh, uh chana is he's not after that injury he had he's he's just not quite the same he's probably going to need an entire off year off season to kind of rebuild yeah i think just pull him now and put the other one in and yeah and just see what happens um because after if leo makes the changes and pulls sutton out he's going to drop in projections and if she pulls a chana out and puts one of the other ones in she'll also drop and they'll still be pretty much even. So it's not like anybody's given up anything. Cotton, what do you think? What changes would you make since you're in the championship game and you know all things hand egg? Oh, so if there's one thing I've learned, it's don't make your own decisions. That's the way to darkness. Uh, I did it one time the whole year and it almost cost me the entire the entire show. <laughs> so what you should do is look at what team has the biggest number. Now the only question there is if they're questionable. And I think it's a championship. Fucking let it go. Concussion protocol. Fuck that shit. Put them in. Wow. Biggest number, baby. Biggest. You're just saying put biggest number in. Yes. Put biggest number in. Don't. Don't try. Okay. Look. I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. I could not do anything but auto draft. Mm -hmm. And and so I auto drafted. I made no decisions. And then I started my players based on biggest number for the entire year. And now I am in the show. And the one time I deviated that on one game with one slot, the defense, normally a pretty conservative slot, right? Not, not a huge amount of variances on your average defense, right? 
compared to say like a wide receiver who has a scorching hot game. Again, four points, pretty heavy on defense. So yeah, just just don't do that. Just just go big number. You know, it's at the end of the year. They're probably gonna want to play. If you want to get deep, I would say look at teams who like need the win. Their season rests on this shit. They're gonna play those questionable players. Okay, I don't care if it is 2023, and we had a movie with Will Smith. Fuck these concussions. Let's get these W's. I have a lot of silence on that analysis. To that. <laughs> no, I've I'm got... gonna let that sit. I'm just gonna let yeah. that sit for everyone. <laughs> He's in folks. your championship game, folks. Yep. You heard it here. Play the big number. Play big, big number. Play big big number. number better than small number. Big on big, baby. Big on big. <laughs> um. So let's move to the the last game then. Yes, uh, our our seventh Watson's, place game. Yeah, Wansons and Scrappers. Wansons is projected 108, uh, and Scrappers is at 105. So Wansons is predicted to win. I don't think there is much Joe can do, except I would say put anybody besides Minshew in. He's got four quarterbacks. I know he's a little quarterback hoarder. Um, put in put in Geno Smith. Just I would put Geno Smith in definitely. Yeah. Put in Geno Smith. Um, put Uncle Rico to rest. Indianapolis is playing Las Vegas. They're they're gonna get creamed. They are. They're gonna get creamed. I'm I just just don't. And I mean I all I almost wonder is it worth putting in because he has the Las Vegas QB in O'Connell. So I wonder if, if you really think Indiana's going to tank, and I think they are, um, if you really think it, put O'Connell in. I don't know if he's he's got the, I don't know. I, I think Geno Smith is definitely a must. But if you're chancing it, I'd go O'Connell. Uh, but you got to get Minshew out, Scrappers. You, Joe, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Drop him. Um, Dallas defense, not so sure about that either, but you don't have anybody to, to replace it with, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, you can get a better defense than Dallas on the waiver. <laughs> on Watson's side, he has the Jets defense against Cleveland. I don't know if that's a good bet. I I He has, uh, Watson's also has Seattle on the bench defense. I would take the Seattle D and put that in. Yeah. That would be the only changes I would make on these teams. So we put in, so you guys would say put in Geno, do you both agree put in Geno Smith? Yes. Okay. And he does appear to have the biggest number. So the triumvirate agrees. But, but I said, if you really want to chance it, you know, like it may be project, projected as low, but if I really think Indiana is going to tank it, I'll put in the lower the lower projection because I think it's going to have it's a risky move but it has high rewards. I'm thinking Gino Smith cuz he has more number. Also he has a 69 in his number which is also pretty cool. Somebody even say nice. Again, everyone. <laughs> championship game right here. <laughs> championship game. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm thoroughly disgusted. I guess we can end. 
What about the stats? We have stats I want to talk about. What stats? What stats you want to talk about? All oh, right, yeah, so you went we have all the stats. Yeah, in eight minutes while I ate a Burger King old school chicken sandwich. Now, listen, we have, we have the Thanos Award, which will never get awarded again. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. We had an actual tie in a world of decimal numbers between um, Jalapeno and um, who was it? Goldfish. Goldfish. Rabbit Goldfish, yeah. An actual tie. Can't believe it happened. Can't believe it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Sham and Secretariat Awards go to Jupiter and I, respectively. Uh, fun fact, the second fastest time in the history of the Kentucky Derby was in 1973 by Sham. I'm sorry. How it goes. I don't understand. How did I get this this award? Yeah, what what is this award? The Sham Award goes to the person who lost with the highest score in the entire season. Um, because you, and which was you, you almost had the highest score of anyone ever, except for Bam. Bam's had the one eighty four. He yeah. got the 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 uh, the I guess hot shit award. We call it the Bam's Award for for crushing highest single digit number in the entire year in uh-huh. week fourteen with a buck eighty four. All right, uh-huh. that was crazy. So that that was there. I was highlighting the game between like the highest two people. I think that should be like the Secretariat and the Sham. And yes, that's okay. self-serving, but I think it's a cool stat. Mm-hmm. You know what? What player had the biggest number that did not win? Yeah. You know. Uh, I do like your big numbers. Okay. I do. I do like the big number. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I do want to go over that, and this is and again. I feel like I'm picking on you a little bit. So, mar- well, this. margin margin of victory. Okay, this is one of the stats in there. We have our blowout guy, Oz. He's here. Fighting cephalopods. Their average margin of victory was 45.94. Holy wow. shit. When wow. you won, you won by 46 fucking points. That is dumb, sir. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're over here just like blowing people away, man. It was just like, hey, I'm here to play football. Boom. 46. <laughs> just dunking on people. Left and right. Now we knew that. We knew you were this blowout guy, right? Mm-hmm. right. Who was the smallest? That's Psycho. Psycho, the Psychotron's average margin of victory was 16.86. Yeah, but when he won. won. <laughs> he, he, yeah, this is true. He won. However, for the for the year, the the large well, the largest margin of victory. I'll do that one first. The largest margin of victory was not that 184 point run up by Bamps. The largest one was our fight in cephalopod against the unfortunate beards of 72 in week 12. A 72-point margin. That was the biggest blowout. All right? Yep. Going back to the smallest margin of victory, that was Watson Jalapenos with 0.3 points over poor Jupiter. Now, when you go to the margin of defeat, that is also the, the, uh, that was Jupiter on average. She, her, her average loss was 14.19 points. You had a lot of bad beats. I call it the bad. The upbeat award mm-hmm. goes to Psycho. The bad beat award goes to Jupiter. Just go. he won a bunch of narrow wins, and you had a bunch of narrow losses. Is that did it feel that way? Was it a lot of losses in that fourteen? There 15, were a 16? lot of. Uh, there were a lot of. Um, just just a little bit. Like if I if just one more yard or just one more play would have done it, you know, and, and that sucks. But that's that's the way it goes. All right. We're going to strength of schedule. The hardest strength of schedule was me <laughs> with a, an average point total of 125.91. So every week, more points were scored against me than any other team in the regular season. Just for what it's worth, throwing it out there. The easiest schedule was Briscoe at 109. 
So Briscoe had a pretty chilled out schedule. 109.51 per uh, per deal. Also, uh, they have the all-time stats. Also, Briscoe, <laughs> who had 90 points as an average opponent back in 2019. And Briscoe's over here just kind of leading the charmed life. Yeah, so, Briscoe's good at what she does. Yeah. Yeah. The Scrappy Award, I made this one up, goes to Scrappy Scrappers. It was perfect. I was trying to think of a name for it. Uh, and the stat I was looking for was somebody who performed in opposition to their points, both for and against. First of all, nobody uh, was the opposite. Nobody had um, – what I'm talking about here is points for and points against, right? Nobody had a losing record who had more points scored for them than against them. Okay, cool. Cool beans. Tracks numbers. But Scrapper was the only player who had uh, more points scored against them than what they got and had a winning record. That's a scrappy-ass team. On average, they lost, but they won. They won more than they lost. I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. There you go. So that that was... uh, that was the biggest ones I had. Other than that, we had, uh, let's see, and I, I'm, I don't know what you would call it. I, I have a streak going. I technically have a streak at five, but that doesn't feel like a great streak. Our old school legendary streaks are much more interesting from like 2019 when mm-hmm. Briscoe had a 14-game win streak. <laughs> uh, what the fuck happened that year? God damn. Briscoe uh, dominated. Apparently, man, Briscoe <laughs> was a fucking machine. The streak was 14. Um or that that was oh I'm sorry oh fuck no that was most wins that was 14 the streak was also that year with a different team so oh. Watson Jalapenos had 11 wins in 2019 and Briscoe's Bruisers had 14 total wins I guess they were just broken up with the occasional loss mm-hmm. that was a goofy ass year <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah uh yeah those were the most interesting stats that I could find uh biggest blowouts uh, margins of victory uh, biggest individual games. So, uh, so yeah. Have y'all seen any statistics that y'all thought were interesting? Any scores that kind of like stood out to you? Bamps is one eighty four. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um. No, I mean the bad beats stick out. That's all for me. Yeah. Just, just the the bad beats stick out. I don't think people knew that, that that it was, mm-hmm. and, and maybe you felt it, but if you felt it, you were justified. You've had a bunch of bad beats, and you look at your record, and it's pretty good. I mean, you know, I mean, but you wouldn't have thought that you'd be up there with, say, like, you know, your brother, who's like, you know, fucking a bajillion points scored for the year, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's how it goes, you know. This is this is the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. You are in a championship game for a fantasy football league. <laughs> you put the minimum of effort into. <laughs> yeah, and any effort I did put in was immediately punished. So yeah. the universe is trying to teach me, and I am listening to that. So. All right. Well, um, we're gonna do our picks for the Super Bowl. And Cotton, um, you know all the little bets like who's going to win the coin toss and who's going to score first and who's going to get penalized first, all that? Yeah. All those things, those weird quirky bets? Yeah, sure. What we got? Would you like to make that list up and then before the Super Bowl, all the team managers will get together and make their picks? 
Ooh, so you want me to come up with the trip lines? Like there's the yeah. common ones, but you probably want me to come up with some goofy horseshit. Some goofy horseshit. Because if okay. I can count on you for anything, <laughs> goofy horseshit. This is true. This I have a niche, and I try to fill it. So <laughs> okay, so I need to come up with goofy shit to bet on in the Super Bowl, and ideally those bets would span the the length of the game. You don't want to do everything that's the first of unless it's no, really no, 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 no. You'll you would have like the normal ones are who's going to score first half, who's going to score second half, who will score last. What's the total of the points going to be? Um, who's going to win the coin, uh, the coin toss? Who's um? Oh, uh, will a run back happen on the opening kickoff? Will a run back score happen on opening kickoff? That kind of thing. Oh, that seems so, so thin. No one's going to take the. Yeah, yeah. But I the, mean, you. I, that's why I'm going to have you do it because you're going to come up with some wacky things. Okay. And you can use your premium Google Sheets. Hey, oh wow! I don't know if I can afford that this year. It's been a, been a hell of a Christmas. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> All right. Well, suffer through regular Google Sheets then, if you can. Yeah. Come down to our level. Work. Work on our. <laughs> Just no bad plus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to talk about? We have one less. This is our one last weekend. After this, uh, no more. Well, we do have one more football recap next week to tell you who won. And then, um, yeah, that's it until we do our Super Bowl thing. Yeah. yeah. And on that week's episode, I'll either fucking be there or I will very much not fucking be there. That's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's profound. Wait. I know. Yeah. Exciting conclusion. I will be there or <laughs> I won't be. I will aggr- I'll either be there or aggressively not be there. I'll, I'll delete that shit from the podcast. That episode will not be on my phone. <laughs> or, or it'll be saved. I was never here. I was I'll never play. playing football. Yeah. It's some other cotton. Or I'm I'll polyester. On, yeah, or I'll put it on gold plates like we did like Voyager 1. You know, like you etched <laughs> the shit in there. <laughs> you okay. know it's not, no fuck off. You know what your one was. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this has been our uh this has been our recap for the semifinals. Uh I'm Oz here with Cheap and with Cotton. Uh thank you for listening or at least downloading this on your phones. Uh we all matter here. So uh, thank you for that. And we'll uh, catch you next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.